welcome to the weekly podcast of River Valley Church. We're glad you're here. Our heart is to lead people to Jesus and launch them into their God-given purpose. So we pray you would encounter God in a fresh, new way today. To learn more about our church, visit rivervalley.org. Now, let's tune in to this week's message. Oh, that deserves a bigger clap than that. Somebody who had no idea who Jesus was. Led to faith in Jesus Christ through your generous giving of a church that we support there, LifeHouse. We started about a half a dozen churches in Japan with them. And then all that story, he marries the one that leads them to faith. Come on, that's a great story. Today is Miracle Offering Weekend. And today we get to bring our best gift to say, God, help us to build your kingdom. That's whose kingdom we're building, his kingdom around the world. We're doing it globally, we're doing it locally, and we're investing in the future leaders that are coming behind us. And uh, at the end of the service, I want you to know, we're gonna have our offering together. We didn't forget it, we are doing it at the end. And we want you, if you're doing your tithe and your regular giving, please go ahead and put that in the offering as well. Mark that as tithe. And then if you're doing Kingdom Builders, mark that separately as Kingdom Builders. But today's an opportunity, whether you made a pledge or commitment, to be a part of it and to say, I wanna be part of this, I wanna help change the world, and I wanna use what I have for his glory. Now, um, I love this service because it feels like it's a bullseye, if you know, it's like the bullseye of what our heart of our church is, and what God's heart is. I mean, it's like we are gonna be raising money for wells to be dug, churches to be built, students to be trained, orphans to be helped, outreaches all around the world, addicts to get set free, people in sex slavery to be set free, uh, for hope to be delivered to the hopeless, and for miracles to happen all around the world. This is a great day. This is an opportunity for us to be a part of that miracle. So when we ask and when we pray, when we give, we're right on the mark. And if you don't know it, this year our theme was Ask, Seek, Pray. And it was ask, seek, pray. We're gonna ask, we're gonna seek, we're gonna pray. And I love that we have that song that we did as a church. And uh, we took it from Matthew chapter seven. And in Matthew chapter seven, uh, Jesus talks about asking, seeking, and knocking. And if you remember in the vision message, I talked about, you know, we're gonna ask, we're gonna seek, we're gonna knock, we're gonna pray. And uh, I said that word for knock or to pray at the end is like to take a stick, if you remember. And I said, we're beating at the door and we're going after it. And I didn't have a stick because it was winter, but I had my Japanese sword. How many remember that? And I thought it's kind of interesting. Here we got Kirby and Miwa right there with the Jap. I mean, all right, so I got my stick today. It's a Tanzania stick, all right? We're gonna knock. We're gonna keep knocking. We have been doing this. We've been knocking and saying, God, we wanna see you do it again. $10 million, God, do it again. We wanna hold the gains. We've been knocking. We've been asking for salvations. We've been asking for miracles. We've been seeking. I thought Seek Week this year was incredible of us going after God. And it was all saying, Lord, do it again. Do more than we could ever dream or ask or desire. And today I wanna talk about praying and asking for the bullseye. Praying and asking for the bullseye. Like, what does God want us to ask for? And are we lined up with it? And I'm gonna actually show a scripture that talks about when people pray off the bullseye, when they're not praying for what God wants, that when they get off the mark and they start missing it, and if you know your Bible, you know that I'm going to James chapter four. And in James chapter four, James is writing here and he's, he's writing to the church. He's writing to Christian people, okay? So he's writing to people Christian people, and he's saying, hey, there's all sorts of worldliness. There's all sorts of pride in the church. 
there's boasting, there's competition. Like, guys, you are, you, you need some correction here. You're really, really missing it. And in James chapter four, starting in verse two, it says, you desire, but do not have, so you kill. Wow, strong words. He said, you covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. He says, when you do ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Wow, it's a, it's a he's saying you're way off the bullseye. Guys, you're way off. You're way off. You're supposed to be praying. You're supposed to be aligned with God and you guys are missing it. And I wanna tell you, like, I thank God for a day like today and all the things we've been praying for because I feel like they are in the center of the bullseye. They're right there. Now, James says, like, you kill, and he, it, was, it was metaphorical. He was saying you're killing, but basically he was saying, you guys are so out of order, and the reason God's not answering your prayers is you're so out of order, you're quarreling, you'll, you'll run over anyone to get your own needs met, you covet, you have a zeal for your own pleasures, but you're missing it. God didn't save you so you could have this zeal for your own pleasures, he didn't save you so you could just consume it on yourself and think about yourself and, and, and stay stuck in the world system, which is whoever has the most wins and whoever dies of the most toys wins and, and, and look at me and look at all I have. He's like, you're missing it. You're missing it. And we expect that in the world. I mean, we expect the world to run that way. And, you know, they, they run after things. I was having dinner the other day with a CEO of one of the largest companies in America. And he said to me, he said, started naming all the people he has had dinner with, like all the people in the news, all the major companies, all the top 20 companies. Like he's listing the names of the people. And he's like, he's like, Pastor Rob, you know what they want? I said, what? He goes, they want money and they want power. They want worldly pleasure. They're consumed with it. It's just a huge competition. And as a believer, he said, I feel like Daniel living in Babylon. He's like, they're just chasing after it. I'm trying not to chase after those things. I'm trying to chase after the things of God. And I was explaining to him to kingdom builders and what we were doing with King. He's like, that's the way I want to live. I want to live that way in that bullseye, not after all those other things. Man, it's just the world is consumed with it. And so James is saying, you don't get things from God. You don't get your prayers answered because you're way off the bullseye and you're, you're, you're self-reliant. You're just, you're, you're spending on yourself. You're all consumed with these. He's like, you're, you're, you're wrong. And then he says, the other thing is, you don't get things from God because you're not asking. So I love that this year we have been asking God for a miracle today. We've been asking. He says, James is saying, like, the reason you're not getting prayers answered is you're not asking. You're not even spending time asking and, and praying. And I, I hope that you've prayed. One of the things we ask everyone to do when it comes to the miracle offering, when it comes to kingdom builders, is ask. Ask God, like, what do you want me to give? What, what would you like me to be a part of this? And I love that we don't send out suggestions. We just want you to hear from God. And I love that couples will say, well, what, what, what should we do? Like, and I would tell them, like, go pray together, go pray separately and ask God for a number and then come back together and, and, and see if God gave you the same number. And I, so many times people are like, it was amazing. We went and prayed, we came back and we had the exact same number. Exact, it's, it's amazing to see how that happens over and over again, and, and God answers it, and he's like, I'm gonna use. Now people say, what happens if we don't have the same number? The bigger number is always from Lord. I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> the way it is. Just, amen. amen, 
Have the faith, stretch, have a stretch goal. But James is saying like, you're asking, you're, you're, you're fighting, you're doing, and you're not even asking. He's like, you're, you're not asking. You need to ask God, and I pray that we've been asking God for miracles and breakthroughs and salvations and all the different things that we've been asking for this day ever since the, the first of the year. God, help us to do it again, do it again, do it again. And uh, some of us never ask because he's like, well, God knows my heart. He knows my heart, you know. He said, ask. You say, well, you know, I don't want to impose upon God, you know, I mean, he's got other things to do. He's pretty busy, you know. Like he said, ask. It's okay, he wants to hear what is on your heart. You're like, well, I can handle it myself. No, you can't. God said, ask. There are, there are certain blessings in life that you're only gonna get by asking. And he's like, ask me, ask me, ask me. I mean, have you ever had that where you, you know, like you didn't ask someone for help and then after the fact they go, oh, you should have asked, I would have helped. And you're like, oh. Especially if they own a pickup truck. How many know what I'm talking about? You're like, you should have asked. I wouldn't have helped you. You could have drove my truck. That's fine. You know, yeah. Oh, man. We work 10 times harder just so we don't have to ask somebody for help. And God's like, you can't get this by working 10 times harder. Ask me. Ask me. Like, start living differently. You're not going to live trapped in the world system of running people over and trying to get all this stuff. And he's like, and then you're not going to live self, you know, dependent life. You know, like, I don't need you. Yeah, you do. And you need to ask. And so we've got to ask and ask and ask. Then he says, in the second part, he says, we ask and, and we ask amiss, or we ask with wrong motives and the inappropriate things that are out of place. And so when you're off the bullseye, it's, it's wrong motives. And just to let you know, wrong motives is a weak translation to that verse. The word that is used, wrong motives, really is the word where we get um, the word hedonism from. So James is saying, like, you're wondering why God's not doing things. He's like, you're, you're asking things, and, and your, your, your motives are so wrong. It's like you want to spend it on yourself. Your motives are so wrong. He's like, that's not how God wants you to pray. That's not how God wants you to live. He's saying, I want you to, to not pray for yourself, but pray for God's glory. I mean, we pray, Lord, help us to win. Look, we say, Lord, help us to get the sails so we can buy the boat. Lord, we say, Lord, help us to win the award so everybody knows how great I am. We say, Lord, I want that greater salary for the status of, and God's like, no, you're asking for the wrong reasons. Your, your motives are so wrong. And it just challenges me in my, my prayer. Like, God doesn't have any obligation to answer prayers that are amiss. He doesn't have, like, they're, they're off, they're off mark. And notice I said amiss, not Amish. God answers Amish prayers, all right? Yeah. But you, you're a miss. You've got wrong motives. You're going there. But what happens when we lie? If James is saying, like, you're asking, you don't ask, and then when you ask, you ask for the wrong things, and God is not going to do it. He's not, he's not going to answer those ones. But what happens when we line up with what God's asking for? And what, how, what happens if we line up with what's in his heart? When I look at the Bible and I see what happens, like, this is what happens when we're off. Like, he's like, you guys are in trouble. Get in alignment. Stop living selfish. Pray, don't be so self-reliant, and, and start asking the right things. But when we ask the right things, 1 John 5, 14 says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And we have been asking for God to do a miracle in our church, and he hears us, and he's leading into this, wanting to work the miracle through us. And when you look at the Bible and you see all sorts of people that would ask for things that were 
right in the bullseye and we're in alignment with his heart, God blesses them. I think about Hannah in the Old Testament. She doesn't have a child. And in 1 Samuel, she's like, God, I want a baby. I want a baby. And you know what she says? That I may give him back to you, that he may serve you all the days of his life. Lord, I want a baby that will serve you. And God's like, I can line up with that prayer. I, that's a good prayer. And he blesses her and does that. Not only does he give her the baby, he's like, and here's some more bonus babies right after that. It's an amazing thing. Solomon, same thing. God's like, what do you ask me? Ask what do you want? And Solomon's like, I want wisdom. I want wisdom. God's like, right answer. Way to go. That's exactly, that's what I want a king to ask for. Matter of fact, here's bonus blessings on you. And I'm gonna pour out more bonus blessings on you. I've lived this way. If I'm asking for the right things, God can pour out bonus things on me. If I can ask for the right things, I just trust him. Whatever's in your heart, whatever you see is good. I'm asking for the right things and any bonus things you wanna pour out, pour those out on me. And bonus things are in the Old Testament and the New Testament. So like, well, those are Old Testament examples. Is it not a bonus blessing that somebody comes up to Jesus and basically prays and says to him, I wanna be healed. And Jesus says, not only are you gonna be healed, your sins are forgiven. Bonus, bonus blessing just from asking, like he said, yes, I wanna heal you and guess what? I've got more than what you are asking for. When you pray over the bullseye, when you pray for exactly what God is asking us to do as a people, to go into all the world and make disciples, when he's telling us to go out and send people and to help people to do good works which glorify our Father in heaven, when we pray that bullseye, he's like, I've got blessing upon blessing and I will pour out bonus blessings on you as you pray and seek me and ask me for the right things. When we are consumed with what God wants done on this earth and we pray and ask for it, he is eager to answer it. He's just eager to answer it. And I found this list and it's rather likely, and I'm gonna fly through this as fast as I can and I think they're gonna get them on the screen, but I, I found this and just, what should we pray for? What should we pray for? Like what's in the bullseye? I mean, so many things we've been praying for today are in the bullseye and I just found this list and John Piper put together an amazing list and I, I wanna give him credit for it. It's just a, I'm gonna fly through this. He's saying, if you wanna pray for what the early church prayed for, these are the things you can pray for. This is what the church prayed for early on, like right in the bullseye. Pray that, the, pray that God would exalt his name in the world. Pray that God would extend his kingdom in the world. Pray that the gospel would speed ahead and be honored. Pray that the, for the fullness of the Holy Spirit. That's what it says. If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Pray that God would vindicate his people and their cause. Pray that God would save unbelievers. Pray that God would direct the use of the sword of the Spirit. Pray for boldness in proclamation. Pray at all times in the Spirit and also for me that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. Pray for signs and wonders. Pray for the healing of wounded comrades. Pray for the healing of unbelievers. Pray for the casting out of demons. Pray for miraculous deliverances. Pray for the raising of the dead. Pray that God would supply his troops with necessities. Pray for strategic wisdom. Pray that God would establish leadership in the outpost. 
Pray for the success of other missionaries. Pray for unity and harmony in the ranks. Come on, we need more unity. Pray for the encouragement of togetherness. Pray for the mind of discernment. Pray for a knowledge of God's will. Pray to know God better. Pray for a deeper sense of assured hope. Pray for strength and endurance. Pray that your faith not, not be destroyed. Pray for greater faith. Pray for you that you may not, might not fall into temptation. Pray that God would complete your good resolves. Pray that you would do good works. Pray for the forgiveness of, of your sins. Come on, this is a list. This is a list. All right. Pray for protection from the evil one. That's what he said, deliver us from evil. Pray for power to comprehend the love of Christ. Pray for a deeper sense of God's power within you. Pray that God would send out reinforcements. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest field. Now that's a list you can pray for. It's like a bullseye. It's a bullseye. We are right over the target with that. And if you wanna pray for what the early church prayed for, you get a list like that and you're gonna be praying over the bullseye. And that's what we've been asking for and prayed for. And that's why Kingdom Builders this day with the miracle offering, it is like over the bullseye. It is right there. It's like saying, we are over the bullseye, Lord. And we have been praying for this and we've been asking for this. And we want you to pour out your spirit. We want you to increase the generosity in our church. We want our best offering today in our miracle offering for your glory and for your honor. We've been asking, we've been seeking, we've been praying, we've been right on the mark. We've been praying, do it again. Do it again. We've been praying, hold the gains, hold the gains. We, we jumped ahead three years in our giving, three years last year, three years ahead. And then I just said, let's not go back, let's hold the gains, let's go for it. We've never been at 5.23 million at the, leading into the miracle, never. That's ahead of last year. It's ahead. We've never been here. And I believe God is saying, I want to do it again. And he wants to use us for the miracle. It's for his glory and for his kingdom. And in just a moment, I'm going to invite us to pray at all of our campuses. And we are going to be praying, God, use me. Use me. Use my gift. Use my gift, my sacrificial gift. We saw uh, two young girls making cookies. Salvation sweet saying, here's my gift. We see people that will say, I'm gonna give stocks and do other things that are out there. I'm gonna give this for your glory, Lord. Use me, what I steward. Some have had banner years. Others are just kind of coming along, but wherever you're at, God's gonna use you. We're gonna pray for that. And our prayer today is a bullseye prayer. We are in no way in danger of, like James said, it's on our own selfish this and that and this. No, this is for the kingdom of God to go forward so others may hear. We believe the whole world has a right to hear the message of Jesus Christ. It bothers us to our core that 42% of the world has never heard the name of Jesus and don't, they've never had an adequate witness. It bothers us that billions of people don't walk by a church in their daily life and they need to walk by a church that is life-giving that will give them the message of Jesus Christ. And so that's why we're committed to building a thousand churches in India this year. That's why we're committed to planting the church all around the world because we are gonna pray, God, we are praying on the bullseye that everyone can hear about Jesus Christ. Our prayers today are bullseye prayers because it's not God do it for us it's God, what can you do through us?
What can you do through us for your glory and for your honor? So some of us are giving from earnings, some are giving from abundance, some are giving from our abilities, some are giving beyond our abilities, some are giving from sacrificial moments from wherever you're at. I'm praying right now you would give to bring glory to God. Today is a miracle offering. Today is a miracle offering. It's a tangible way to say, God, we are consumed with what you're consumed with. We have been praying over the bullseye, and now we're going to give over that bullseye, and we're going to say, God, help there to be a miracle offering for your glory and for your honor. So before we go to every campus live, I want us to just be praying and agreeing with this right now for God to use us and to use this miracle offering for his glory. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, I pray right now today for your glory and for your honor that it is not for us. This is not for us. It's for your glory. It's for your honor. And so, God, I'm praying today there's nothing amiss. There's nothing wrong motive here. It's for your glory and for your honor. It's for wells that need to be dug and churches that need to be built and, and schools that need to be started and orphans that need to be fed and people that need to be set free and addicts that need to break the chains that are on them and people that are far away from God to hear about you and for places that are difficult and dangerous to receive a, a generous gift from our church to say, keep going on your mission. Today is a day that we pray over the bullseye and we know that there's nothing wrong in the motive. There's nothing amiss. We are over the bullseye. And so God, use us, use us. What do you wanna do through us for your glory and for your honor. We thank you for this opportunity to give and we count it a privilege to be able to live blessed to be a blessing. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen.